All right, everybody, I want to thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I'm always excited and here again, excited to talk to today's servant leader, Renee Washington. Uh, We connected a couple of weeks ago as I told her about this venture. Super excited because this is a servant leader who actually is around a large spectrum of the sports world, has been an athlete herself, a three-time All-American. I'm just super excited. Model, speaker, author, the list could really go on, but instead of just introducing you, I want to give a chance for you to introduce yourself to your listeners so we can actually just have a time to just delve into all these things, these great things that you're doing. So I thank you for being here and for your time. I'll pass it to you so you can introduce yourself and we'll get this conversation started. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I am so happy to be here. I love what you're doing. I love the the servant leader concept and the show concept that you have brought out. I mean, I'm, as you mentioned, working in a lot of different areas in the MLS with the Philadelphia Union as a game day broadcaster. I work with ESPN covering college athletics and Fox Sports with the Wizards and Mystics. But as mentioned, I'm more than just a reporter um, and doing a lot of work on the modeling side, looking to give back and, and just trying to help use my platform any way that I can. So I am thrilled to be here. It's, it's super awesome. And it's very rare that you find an individual who literally is what you just said in so many different, their hands are in so many different things. And I love that, especially when it comes down to our young women, right? This is Black History Month. Not only that, before this month, women have been kicking down the door since 2021 came in to be able to talk to you as a coach, as an educator and a mentor of young women. Can you talk a little bit about just the love of soccer, how that came into you and the sports world, and then how you worked so hard to not only achieve an All-American status once, but three times. Oh, man. Um, You know, I wish it was as short and sweet and simple as like I wanted to and I did, but it's not. Um, You know, I think for me growing up, having come from a very big sports background and, and my family, a lot of people don't know. I come from a huge sports family. My dad played professionally overseas, played basketball. I have an uncle that played in the NFL. I have another cousin that was a professional boxer. My sisters and my mom played college basketball. My I followed in my sister's footsteps though. Um, they were the ones that I was always chasing. They were big time soccer players, basketball players, ran track. And I just followed as a little sister in their footsteps. And so that was how I was fully introduced to sports. My parents allowed us to play every sport possible. And for me, soccer ended up being my main sport, my better sport. And it has opened so many doors for me. It's allowed me to see so many different aspects of the world physically, but also just the the different layers of the politics and what it takes to be successful and what it takes to overcome adversity and challenges. Nothing was ever given to me. And I think that is where for me, when I took that next step in becoming an All-American, it was, that was the validation I needed to show that, you know what, I was a, a girl that was doubted by a lot of people for a number of reasons, starting with the fact that my dad coached me in youth soccer, my entire youth career for my club team, the list goes on and on. So once I was able to, you know, achieve that accomplishment, it really allowed me to realize the a value and the ability you really have when you put your mind to something. You know, and I think that's something that is one of the biggest things that sports, specifically soccer, gave me that confidence to know that I had a lot of people that were telling me in soccer that I wasn't good enough. College coaches, other coaches, whoever that doubted my ability. 
So for, for that small scenario, which looking back on seems like it was in the blink of an eye, that really allowed me to see that, you know what, it doesn't matter how many people are against you, how many people are questioning you, you have the ability to do whatever you set your mind to. As long as you're doing the right things consistently with the right people around you, focusing on the right things. And I've carried that into my professional world. And I try to bring that back to everyone that I work with. I still coach youth soccer. I still work in the game as, as a coach. I still am very actively involved with the next generation. And I always tell them, it's not about the talent you have. It's about the mentality. It's about your ability to face whatever's thrown at you, overcome it in a way, or even if you don't overcome it, to learn from it. But every everything, whether it's a failure, a success, has something it's teaching you. And I've tried to really embody that in my work as well. So it's been a fun journey. Sports have done a lot for me, but I would like to think I'm just getting started in that sense of this next chapter I'm currently in. And something truly tells me that that is definitely the case. You are just getting started. And that's why I'm literally just wowed when I pay attention to just all that you've done and all that you're still accomplishing. Thank you. So just, but your humility is one of the things that shines like brightly. And I, I find it as a common thread to our greatest servant leaders who grace the podcast and that are doing great things. They're so humble. Can you talk a little bit about your faith journey and just kind of growing up and how your faith has like allowed you to be so grounded? Cause it's evident, like you see it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have a lot of moments I can recall that still to this day give me chills. Those moments where I had faith in something that, and, and I always tell people, nobody has to understand your vision. They don't see it. It's not for them. It's not for them to understand. Yeah. And I've had so many moments where I have been walking in a journey by myself or with people that didn't understand, or even I didn't understand. And then when you get to that moment of, of where it all comes together, it really just gives you chills. I, I actually just had one earlier today. I'm not going to show the details of it, but I actually had one earlier today that was like a moment of reassurance. And for me, that's the, the only validation I see. You know, it's not about social media. It's not about any of that. As long as I had those moments that keep reminding me I'm on the right path, I'm doing the right things, that I'm, I am moving forward. I am working towards my goals. I had goals coming in three years ago that I've, that I passed and, and exceeded. That's, that's, chilling to me so you know I think for me the reason why I stay so humble and try to stay so humble is because I also understand that I've come a long way yes but I'm I'm not nearly where I want to be but as for as much as you take all this time building something up we all have seen and we all know that it can be broken in a matter of seconds so I don't ever want to lose myself or get caught up or any of that because at the end of the day it's not about me it's not about what I feel is, is, has been my success. It's about being able to, to pour into others and help others through my success. So, you know, I think that's something that it's for as much as I enjoy. And people always ask me, what's the best interview you've ever had? What's the best moment? I'm like, the best interview, the best moments are actually the ones where there's a random kid. Like I had two twins that were like eight years old that ran up to me and were so excited. Renee Washington. Those are the moments. It's not about the quote unquote celebrities or any of that. It's the moments where I see that I have reached people throughout the world. I have people from other countries that, that have reached out and said, thank you. Or I appreciate the story you did. Or I appreciate you sharing this message because it really inspired me. It helped me get through something. To me, in this world of so much chaos, that is, is way far uh, impactful and, and reassuring and encouraging for me than any celebrity or any, you know, 
exciting major moment in that sense. So I think that's what really just keeps me humbled and grounded, knowing that I have to keep going. You know, even if it's just one more person, I have to keep fighting to help others get through whatever it is that they're facing. I think that's amazing. And I can only imagine the joy that comes from those young people who, you know, I tell people, people are always watching. You don't know it. And it, at the times where you least expect it, you're like, you were paying attention to that. You know, mm-hmm. imagine the joy. And not only that, the push and motivation that gives you to just kind of continue to keep going. So that's awesome. You mentioned chaos, and boy, did we know this past year has <laughs> given us quite a few moments of chaos, you know, and with that, I, I know for a fact that in your line of work and all of the facets that you're in, you had to continue to work. Can you talk a little bit about what the pandemic has kind of taught you um, in all its twists and turns, but not only that, how you navigate it through such a time as this and still, you know, remain successful? You know, one one day I'm going to fully share the details of all that COVID changed in my life. But um, in a nutshell, COVID broke me and COVID set me back and COVID threw for everyone, for everyone in their own way. But I know personally, I can think about a lot of the things that it, it changed in my life. But when I now look, here we are in, in February compared to a year ago, I'm like, I'm a better person because of it. You know, I've grown so much through this past year. And the fact, even the opportunity I have with the Philadelphia Union started through COVID. You know, I I just started working and doing even more games with ESPN, COVID, you know, and even from a, a, um, a standpoint of my family, like, I feel like I've been able to, I've been given this time that I would not have had if it weren't for this pandemic because I've only been hanging with my immediate family, my three-year-old nephew, my siblings, my parents. I don't know that I would have had that time if it weren't for this pandemic. You know, that's time that's, that's can never be replaced by anything. So it literally broke me. It literally brought me back down to my core of who I am, but in that forced me to have to grow in a way that I'm, I'm appreciative of, you know, I will never act like the pandemic was great for everyone because it's not, it's still to this day, isn't I know, a lot of people close to me that lost loved ones. I've, I've lost people through this. So I'm not going to act like it was all perfect, but I do understand that through the storm, I came out stronger, you know, mm-hmm. through all that was thrown my way, I came out stronger. So it like, that's when I talk about those moments that give me chills, you know, if, if again, one day I will fully share it, but I honestly could like cry thinking about the things that have been thrown my way that I had no idea how I was going to overcome. I wasn't working. You know, there were so many different things thrown my way, but I look back and I'm like, I survived, but I survived stronger, you know? And so I think that's something that COVID is like a microcosm of the world. You know, everything that we've experienced is such on a small scale, similar to what we face in life. When adversity is thrown your way, are you going to crumble and give up? Or are you going to allow it to make you stronger and keep it from defining you but allow it to strengthen you. So, you know, I, I'm appreciative of all that's grown in my life of this year, but I'm also aware of all that I've lost in, in this last year as well. Renee, Renee, Renee. <laughs> you, it's always a part in every conversation where somebody throws that line in there that just kind of, <laughs> and I think it's so amazing because storms do come. And hmm. so a lot of times they blindside us. You know, there's not a single person on this planet who could have said that they knew that this pandemic was coming. And even if you had some type of insight that it would be this long and still riding out the way that it is. But even if it was 
pandemic, to all our listeners who are going through something, I want you to take a piece, a, a paper right now, and I want you to hear this because this is what I got. Through my storms, I was made stronger. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good when we're riding that wave, right? No. <laughs> but that storm comes to make us strong. And when you look back on the other side of it, you realize, and I say this all the time, that the same God that got me out of that last storm is the same Amen. God that's going to get me through my current and my future ones that are going to come. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing is it made me stronger. And I love that. My goodness. And that, that is something that, you know, I really have immersed myself in understanding that when you're in the storm, we often assume we're forgotten, that God's forgotten us. No, God is with us in the storm. He's on the boat right with us. You know, he's with us. He's putting us through this because it's a test in the sense of it's it's testing how badly you really want something. It's it's sharpening your skill set. It's allowing you to, to define who you are and allowing you to, to learn a lot about your character, your resilience, your, you know, how much you really can handle. So, you know, I think about where I want to be in life and where my goals are. I know it's not going to be easy to get there, but I also know that through these storms that I've faced over the years, they are preparing me for that. Because if you want to be at the top, it doesn't get magically get easier when you get there. There's more responsibility. There's more pressure. There's more eyes. There are more eyes on you in that sense. So I do think we often forget that if you want something big, you can't expect easy. You know, if you mm-hmm. want, if you have these big goals, I expect big challenges and big hurdles to get there. So that's something that, again, going back to even soccer, going back to the, the different things that I faced in sports as a woman in, in society, as a double minority, as a black woman, so many different things um, that I have faced over my life, professionally, personally, financially, spiritually, you name it, it doesn't matter, but they've all in the end reassured me that God is always working. And I've literally been having this conversation with one of my friends, like we get so stuck on why is this happening? What is, what does this mean? The victory is already won. You're stepping Mm -hmm. into it. You know, you're stepping Mm -hmm. into that blessing, but we have to lose the mindset that whatever we're in right now is the end all be all. No, whatever we're in right now is helping to prepare us for what's next. It's not the end. It's, it's the journey, you know? So yes, it's been, it's been something else. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. You said a whole, not a whole word, a whole bunch of words because (laughs) And so many people need to hear that, you know, so often. And I tell people this all the time, you know, we've been blessed to have, you know, quite a people, quite a few people on here talking that we see every day, right? We'll turn on the TV and we see them, you know, but the, the blessing in all of this has been, you know, we'll look at your pictures on social media we'll look at you and people, what's the first thing they'll say? They believe that everything is just perfect in your world. The grass is never greener on the other side. Let them know. And the I'll trade with you. (laughs) The blessing that God has given in this platform is it's taking individuals like yourself that sit here like, yeah, guys, y'all see me, but I want to, I want to be transparent for a second and let you know, like, Hey, the storms of life rage for all of us, right? We are equal. The struggles are equal opportunists. Okay. They're coming for everybody, but you said something that's so big. God doesn't leave in the storm. He's right there with you riding that wave. I'm with you. Right. That's golden. That's amazing. And listeners, please take note of that. I don't care if you need to rewind it back 15 seconds (laughs) on the podcast, but that's amazing. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Coach Chelsea. I hope you're doing all right. Just want to take a quick break 
to talk about another Christian podcast I truly feel you will enjoy. The Create Your Earth Life podcast is hosted by Janasia Staples, who came from the new age, right? I mean, tarot cards, meditation, yoga, and constantly celebrating the sins of the fallen world. But haven't we all been there? But the great thing about it is this pandemic had her feeling like it was something missing. She knew it was God, but she just did not know how to find Christ. After months of trying many ways to connect with God, she was finally saved the summer of 2020. Hallelujah. Now she shares her journey of converting, Bible studies focusing on getting to know Jesus, and she even has guests to share their testimony all on the Create Your Earth Life podcast. Y'all, this podcast is for everyone. So I'm telling you, Create Your Earth Life podcast is on all podcast platforms and even on YouTube. So you pick your best way. You can read Janaysia's upcoming Christian blog and navigate to new podcast episodes on createyourearthlife.com. I promise you guys, check it out. You won't be sorry. Because hard things happen and these storms do happen, we're not going to act like they don't. We just said that they do. Life still happens for you, right? Job tasks still have to get done for you. So what are some things that you do to kind of refill your cup, recharge and back mm-hmm. yourself in order to, you know, keep the task at hand moving? Yeah, no, that's actually been a big part of how I'm able to keep going. You know, there are, you know, I, I feel like you have to find your arsenal, mm-hmm. find your arsenal of tools that works best for you to be able to fight those battles that you're having, those mental battles, because it's usually mental. There are times where it's physical where you're like feeling sick or something, but it's usually mental. You know, what, what's in your toolbox that you can go to when you, when you have to fight those battles. So, you know, for me, one of the things that I'm, that I'm very big on is family. I am a homebody. I am my parents' daughter, you know, to the, to the infinity, whatever. (laughs) Like I love my family and I have a three-year-old nephew who is my pride and joy. And Mm -hmm. there is nothing more humbling than to go hang with him for 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 time and I and I do this every week I have like a at least one day of the week where my phone is not near me and I'm just hanging with my nephew Denzel and he just the innocence and this Mm -hmm. is why I also enjoy youth coaching as well to be honest anytime you have an ability a chance to kind of like step away from whatever you're in and kind of go back to the roots of who you were so for me being around like young soccer players and remembering how much when I was in high school, when I was in middle school, you know, that innocence and just how much you didn't know back then and, and, and all those things. Being around my three-year-old nephew and, and being able to be away from my phone and just be present in those mm-hmm. moments, that also is very, you know, big for me to help refill my cup. But also even little things. It doesn't have to be anything major. I'm definitely much more now. I have been doing a lot more reading. I'm actually on my second book of 2021, which I'm thrilled about. Nice. Um, but I read a lot of like self-help type books, you know, and, and one of them actually, the book I'm reading right now is, is talking a lot about how to let go of that negativity and how to focus more on, you know, the positive and, and the fact that in our 100%, we can't have 50% of that being focused on the wrong things. It's taking away from what we're doing. So letting go of what we can and can't control and understanding how to move forward. I'm very big on like my cheesy Hallmark movies and those types of things. Like I love the opportunity to put my phone, my computer to the side and just be present. 
you know, whether that's going for a walk, listening to music. I listen to a lot of gospel music and I have nice. bawled my eyes out. I have screamed. <laughs> I have done, I have, I have praised God. I have done so many different, just emotional outpourings to gospel music where I just like let it all out. Because I think part of what you've even touched on is between social media and all these different masks that we wear, we can't lose sight of the real, you know, mm-hmm. you can't, you're hiding and masking emotions. There are so many moments that could bring me to tears. I'm a very emotional person, um, but it could bring me to tears or even over or, or joy, but you have to, you are constantly just in this mode. So in any of those moments where I can let go of that mask and just be in the moment, feeling whatever it is I'm feeling authentically, those are the moments that help me refill my cup. You know, so I'm, I encourage anybody, like I, I was just telling my friend this, figure out your playlist. I literally have a playlist of songs I go to whenever I'm having those moments of doubt, insecurity, questioning myself, unsure myself, put on that playlist. And I come out, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I feel ready to go. I'm like, okay, what's next? What are we doing here? <laughs> find your playlist, find your tools. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a walk. I used to have when I was younger, I don't have, I don't live in the same area anymore a specific park I would always go to where I would either just go running or just sit, sit down and just that would allow me to just get away. So you got to figure out what helps you decompress. But I've got a long list for anybody that's ever curious because there are things that I've been able to overcome and it's because I've built these different tactics that I know work for me. So figure out what works for you. I think that is a, first of all, amazing wisdom and guidance. But I got to know, I got to know two things. One, what's the name of that book that you're reading right now? What's the title of that book that you're reading? Gosh, I'm I'm so bad that I'm, I'm not remembering. It's Joel I'm horrible Osteen. with that too. Like I'll listen to a whole podcast, um, read a whole half a book and forget the title. <laughs> like, hold on, let me look at that. It's like on my, it's, it's in, oh, empty out the negative. It's so empty good. Empty out the negative. All right. Empty out the negative. Yes, it is okay. very good. And it literally breaks down every aspect of our lives, whether it's relationships, jobs, any hurt, just literally understanding that you cannot physically hold on to what was meant to be let go. Mm. You know, if you hold on to something too long, it's going to just eat away at you and keep you from being at your best. So whether it's that failed relationship or being single, a lot of people, I'm single. A lot of us look at singleness as like, a death sentence. It is not, you know, a bad, you know, a bad experience, a toxic environment, whatever it is, you can't hold on to these negative experiences because it's only going to keep you back. You're literally adding more weight onto your shoulders that that's keeping you from ever being at your best. So that book is really good. I'm a little over halfway done and I, I recommend it. I read relationship goals before that by pastor Michael Todd. That was very good. Also. Gotta love so. Michael Todd. <laughs> it's, I was listening to his podcast on uh, yesterday. Sunday uploads. I'm there. And that's what he was saying. He was saying, it's amazing to see the number of people who, when they give their testimonies that they joined his ministry after relationship, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that when he did that. And so I, there it is confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. that are looking for that and, and read it but I'm definitely I'm going to actually pick up this book but my second it's question, really good oh, I'm telling you really I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna give you my thoughts too um but my second one because I am I'm the same way I'm a huge music buff but I'm the same way when something is up it's been a day and a half I'm going to my playlist I have quite a few of them they're labeled for those moments in those storms that we talked about give me one Right, you don't have to give me all of them, but give me one. Just give me one of those songs that's like, you know what? It's been one. Let me turn off this laptop, this meeting, and let me put this on blast. What's one of those songs on that playlist for you? 
Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have a lot. <laughs> you um, have to share your playlist with me too no my playlist is is something else because if some aren't like I feel like it you know depending on the mood you might need a slower song that you kind of agree then you might need a faster song that you can just kind of shake the devil off that's right um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I have anything that is Tasha Cobbs Leonard anything anything yes and there's one song gracefully broken yes when I say chills that song oh my gosh it just I agree. because I have been in so many so many seasons in my life where I've felt broken but not understand that like she says in the beginning God will break you to reposition you and break yeah. you to put you towards the right path and like you are you're not broken in a bad way sometimes you have to take a step back to, to start again and, and to go a different path um so that that song definitely definitely gives anytime I listen to anything that she's that she has um Kiara Sheard uh she has a song it's um oh my gosh I'm blanking right now on it too I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up because it's gonna really no bad. please do I love um, Kiki too oh it's um it keeps happening it's called it keep it keeps happening okay. and it's literally saying like uh my my body is blessed my mind is blessed like all these things keep happening to me and I'm trying to figure out why they're happening to me but it's because you know God is stepping me into this this new chapter so it's it's like it's it's great it's great and then I have a few more but those are definitely right now like my top my top um play songs and then Donnie McClurkin come on come on you can't I have hear, Uncle Donnie. I'll trust you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Especially in the beginning. If it hurts. I'll try like that whole beginning. He's talking yeah. to me. So yeah. I literally hear that. I'm like, oh my God. Whatever is going on, I just let go of it. So yeah. you know, I think something that we have to understand is when we do have these masks we wear for social media, I have so many people that'll tell me, like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so I'm like, you have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> You have right. no, you see me smiling, you see me doing all these things, but you might see one great thing, but you sit, you missed the other 10 bad things that happened to me to lead up to that point. You have no idea. So I really just, you know, encourage people stop focusing so much on the picture that you're seeing on social media or, or what you assume is really going on. You have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. So it's okay to be inspired by someone, but don't try to look don't idolize someone in that sense you know like if if you want to look at my testimony and it encourages you that's great but everybody has their own testimony regardless where you work or what level of of company or network you're in we all have a testimony so that's for me why I love those moments where I can stop putting on the fake smile because there have been days where I'm smiling and on the inside I am depressed bawling my eyes out so, you know, it's, it's great to have those moments to be real. So I, I recommend get your, get your playlist. And I want to know what's on your playlist so I can add to mine. <laughs> I got you. Look, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to see the whole thing. I was talking and, and I love when that conversation, when I meet somebody that on the, on the pod that we both have that same playlist, I definitely send. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of the ones that you said are my favorite. I like old school too. So any uncle Donnie, mm-hmm. old school Kurt, right? So I tell people all the time. Yes. If I had to pick, it's always hard when someone tells me just pick one, but it's old school. It's off of Kirk Franklin and um, now I'm acting like you, I'm blanking, but so <laughs> uh, Kirk Franklin and um, what was it? God's Property. 
Um, oh, I took a while. I said to it all the way back. And I just, when I think about that, it's like, it just goes in full worship, right? God has been yes. good. He gave me a roof over my head, just start going over the little things that we overlook. Food on my table. Like we're breathing. I mean, <laughs> come on. The very things that we literally, and not that we don't, I tell people we can't get so caught up in mundane prayers that we yeah. lose the magnification of what he's blessed us with. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Mm-hmm. Even in the bad days, we got another day. And so that song reminds me of that over and over. God has been, been so good. But yeah, I am going to see my playlist and we'll swap some things yes. out. I do have, I don't mind waiting. I couldn't think of the name of it. But Come on. Yes. That, and it's just the same thing over and over again. But you know what? When you're in That's those it. moments of like confusion and it's like, I don't mind waiting. I will wait. Yes. I will wait for whatever is, I'm literally getting chills right now. I will wait for whatever is is coming, you know, and yeah. I don't mind in this, in this season of un- uncertainty waiting it out and those are the best songs the ones that don't have as many lyrics but just Mm -hmm. because they they allow you to truly believe it like y'all know we waiting you know granted the world's opened up a little bit with our jobs and things but you know even when God's come his time is appointed right Mm -hmm. and in that place where you just say God I know because you know the best time I don't mind waiting on you I know waiting is gonna be a little hard you know, I'm be hurting while I'm waiting, stressed while I'm waiting, but I know that when I'm waiting, I'm waiting on you and your time. I don't want anything from God if it's not the right time. I don't want a premature blessing. Exactly. I don't want a premature exactly. healing. I want it at your appointed time. Mm-hmm. Good one. <laughs> As oh, we, yeah. You know, to kind of tie up and close up, y'all. My girl got a full plate today and we want to get her get her to where she needs to be. There's a few few more questions that I do have that I love to ask on this pod. Of course, this is the servant leader Coaches Bible study where we talk about servant leadership and you know not that it's a bad thing but we see this as a constant tagline hashtag that's why you'll always see me doing hashtag hashtag servant leader when I see it in action. If I were to ask you what servant leadership is to you, what would Renee Washington say servant leadership is? Um, for me, what I always strive to do, and this is like my tagline of like giving a voice to the voiceless in the sense that there are so many people, well, everyone, I should say, we are all struggling with something, no matter how much money you may have, no matter what you look like, no matter any of that, everybody has something they are struggling with. So through my work, whether it's modeling, reporting, uh, motivational speaking, coaching, whatever it is that I'm doing, I always strive to somehow inspire using stories, using interviews, using, using my experiences, somehow inspire and provide a voice. I mean, I I just think sometimes we're stuck and not sure how to move forward. So by my work, I try to help inspire that next step. You don't have to see the whole staircase as Dr. King says, but just take that next step, you know, whether it is taking a leap of faith, whether it is just getting up that morning and trying and and getting yourself out of bed and trying to put a smile on your face, whatever it is, no matter how big or small, helping people to move forward. Because I do think that, you know, so many times we really get caught up and, and I know that I even see this in the work that I do, where we're always seeing the same stories. We're always hearing the same interviews. We're always hearing the same topics. Okay. But that might not resonate with everyone. You know, that might resonate with the diehard fan, but that might not resonate with the, the little boy who can't play sports or 
the little girl who's who's going through her parents' messy divorce. You know, like what is it that I can bring that can help somebody in some way? So I think my concept of being a servant leader is through all the work I do at the very core of it are others. You know, it, again, it's really not about me. I have a lot of different things. I'm, I'm always working on a lot of different things. I don't share all of them, so it's not to be shared for everyone. They'll know it when the time is right. Um, but at the end of the day, everything I'm working on is how can I use this to help someone else, whether it's one person, hundreds of people, whatever it may be. So when I think of servant leader, I think of that, someone that is using their platform, using their uh, talents, their abilities, their their work to help pour into others versus just focusing so solely on my own career path. Because if I'm growing and I'm reaching a level, but nobody is feeling inspired or I'm bringing up these controversial topics or whatever, or thirst traps or whatever it is, like that's, that's not what I'm about at all. So um, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I try to be really real with people. Like what you see is what you get. But at the end of the day, I want to be someone you can relate with that you feel like you can learn from in some way. Renee, Renee, Renee. <laughs> yeah, no, it is amazing because you would think, because of course I tell people I want a, uh, a mission to create the longest, but the most truest definition of it so that people make no mistake about what servant leadership really is, yeah. whatever path they're on and it, it never fails. There's always a different answer. And I love that because, you know, if we don't teach others how to be leaders, how can they ever know? They're gonna just kind of walk aimlessly and figure it out. But I think the best thing that you said was, if I'm climbing and I'm succeeding and I'm rising and no one around me is getting better, it's time for me to do a, a double take. It's not for me to do a check because at the core of what I do, it should be about others. That is out of this world. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the whole concept of like, as we climb the ladder, we have to bring others with us. You yeah. know, and I do think that's where people do fall short because they may have all this money or they may have the fame and the success, but does it really matter if you look around and people don't like you or you don't Come have on. a family? Like I, that's why I'm very close to my family for that reason. I don't want to have to succeed and lose family and friends. And I'm not saying I'm friends with everyone because that's not the case, <laughs> but, but I, you know, you have to keep people around you that you are encouraging, that you're guiding, that you're helping, that you can even turn to for those days that are hard. That's you right. Know? So you can do it by yourself in any capacity. So it is so necessary to have others around you that you're bringing with you in the sense they're not depending on you but you're bringing them with you in the sense that you're helping to give them some sort of insight. That's golden. It is truly, truly golden. And I think more than anything, it's exactly what you said. Just recognizing that, you know, everybody's not supposed to be in my world, be my friend. But if I, if you are around me and God has said, cause God works through people. And mm -hmm. sometimes the very people that we write off or don't take the time and just stop and even say hello, that was our moment to bless. That was our moment show Christ through us. And we miss that on a day-to-day -day basis. And, and it's not often the, the big grandioso act. Sometimes it's true saying, hey, you okay? Just want to check on you, you know? So you have spoken so many gems today. Uh, your heart just for not only all the facets that you do, but simply to serve and just to be a light is one for the books. And I'm just so glad I tell people, I don't reach out, God leads me to who to reach out to. And the conversation is just confirmation. That's all it is. So I appreciate you 
for just taking the time out of your schedule to come on and chat with us today to continue to move this agenda forward. Um, you know, I appreciate you just for all that you do. And you're now part of the servant leader family. So if there's yes. anything that we could ever do, all you would have to do is just reach out. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me on. And I do to your last point that you just made want to add on to that something that I've learned to do that has helped so much. And you just said it is get to know anybody you see regularly, get to know them. You don't have to share all your details. You don't have to tell them every, all your personal information, but I will never forget. There was a man that was, that I used to pass every day going to work in Philly that was homeless. Um, and on, and I always walked past him and I just asked him one day, what's your name? You know? And then as the winter seasons came in, I remember, and I'm, and I'm not telling you this as a way to, to boast or anything. This was over two years ago. And I used to bring him hot tea and I'd like, you know, do you want a granola bar? Or do you want it? I can't give you much, but I can give you something, you know, like just, it goes a long way. I have no idea where that man is to this day. Um, but I, but I won't forget the fact that he was just so thankful and you never know how much the value of smiling at someone, telling mm -hmm. them, have a good day, holding the door for someone, asking them, how are you? How is your day going? You know, I hope you have a great day. It doesn't have to be this long conversation. And and it doesn't take much. So that's what I really try to do is even in the smallest way, whether it's commenting on someone's post saying you look beautiful today or congratulations, I'm proud of you, whatever it is, or in person, of course, I, we're not in person as much, um, tell, saying, hi, how are you? Thank you. Those little things go such a long way. And I think sometimes we forget that at the very core of how to, how to help others. You don't have to have a lot of money or time. It's just as simple as extending a hand in, in a way. So I'm thankful to be on your show because I love what you're doing. I love this concept, as I told you before. You. I think it is very impactful and it's, it's very needed as well. So thank you so much for having me on because this has been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. And before you could go, if you could just bow your head really quickly. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for another chance to just talk, communicate, and move this agenda, your agenda for it, Lord God. I ask right now a special prayer for Renee that whatever that her hand touches, Lord God, that you would just give her the strength, Lord God, to just move and succeed. Because, Lord, we know that when she succeeds, it's not for her self-gain. She's doing it for the glory of you and at the very core to help everyone else, Lord God. So help us to continue not minding to wait on you, Lord God. Help us as servant leaders to just continue to be lights, Lord God, because ultimately it's all about finding you. In your son Jesus' name, we will always pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, madam. I appreciate you so much. We thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time.